0: Okay, so everything is being recorded now. So the next part of what we're going to do is an invocation prayer. And we're creating a circle, a circle that encompasses the whole world through joining together on this call today, but also through our intention and through our prayer. And so I want you to join me in the prayer, each and every one of you, in your own way, I'll kind of take us through steps of a process that they've given me. And the way that I do this is very specific. As I was developing it, they gave me a process. They said if you always use this process, it will always work. I always use it and it always works and I'm going to continue to use it until until I hear or am told otherwise. So it's a very simple prayer process and then going straight from the prayer, the invocation prayer, into a relaxed meditative listening state. So um, if you could right now just start to get yourselves prepared for that uh, because the next thing we're going to do is we're going to get ourselves comfortable and we're going to start that. Uh, So I'm going to give everybody just a second or two to get themselves physically prepared for that. And... We're going to join together in our collective intention and our collective prayer. Okay. So let's make ourselves comfortable. And let's sit back and close our eyes and begin to center and ground ourselves And just quiet ourselves by focusing on our breath. I want you to begin by taking a couple of long, slow, deep breaths. And as you're beginning to relax, I want you to all join me. We're all one. We are all interconnected. We are all part of a family of light. And our intention directs energy. Energy flows where our intention goes. So direct your attention now to join me in the following invocation prayer as I prompt us through the steps. Say it along silently with me. First, let's begin by calling upon the presence of divine love and divine light. We call that presence of divine love and divine light into our hearts. We call that presence of divine love and divine light to surround us. And call that presence of divine love and divine light into our circle our circle of light connected through energy today and then silently let's ask to be protected and connected by divine love and divine light personally, and collectively. And now join me in calling out to the Archangel Michael, silently calling upon him by name, calling in his name three times, asking him to come into our circle of light today to be fully present with us, and to use this as an opportunity to speak directly to us a message. And then call upon all other archangels, angels, and higher beings of the light who are working with the earth and humanity at this time to be fully present with us and to be fully participating with us in whatever way is for our highest good. In this message today, use this as an opportunity to connect their energies with us directly. And call upon your personal guides and angels. And ask them to center you and to ground you. And to help you to be focused and open, and to assist you in being able to fully receive all the light and love that is being transmitted from the angelic realm through this message, through these words, and beyond. And ask Archangel Michael and all of the angels and guardians to hear our questions that we have verbalized here today, that we come seeking insight and guidance on these things. And silently let Archangel Michael and the angels and guardians know that they have your permission to speak freely about whatever is for our collective highest good to know. then we'll finish the invocation and the prayer with a silent prayer of gratitude just offer a silent prayer of gratitude to Archangel Michael and all the angels and guardians of this world for all that they do for the many many blessings in this world and in this life and in your life really work to feel that gratitude in your heart, not just speak it with your mind. But feel that gratitude. And feel your connectedness through that gratitude, through your heart. That unconditional love. Now we're finished with the prayer and the invocation. We're going to deepen our breathing and let ourselves relax even more now. Use your breath. Slow, long, deep breaths to help take you into an even deeper, relaxed, meditative, listening state. As I'm going to go deeper now into my silent meditation until the next words will be their message coming through. Whenever you call, I will come. I speak this to each of you individually, to each of your hearts. Be assured. And I speak this to you collectively. to the one heart that you are, the one collective heart that you share with one another. It is I, Michael, the Archangel, that is responding I have come because you have called and because the call has been sent out not just today but long, long ago. For each of you gathered here in this circle today are part of a greater circle. A greater spiritual family. the family of humanity. And each and every one of the human beings alive on the earth today are responding to a call that was sent out long, long ago. And you all have agreed to respond to this call and to be here now in indeed what is a very special time for the earth and in human history of which I am happy to speak about. First, let me begin to respond to your questions by asking you all to relax. That is why I am delivering this message to you today in such a relaxed tone. For there are many tones that I can speak in and many different varying energy frequencies in which I can deliver my messages. This relaxed tone today is intentional. Not just so that each of you can relax to receive this message, but in the greater picture, responding to all of your questions, I am asking you all to relax. Because when you relax, you are able to be so much more clear. When your energies get worked up into a frenzy, into fear, worry, anxiety, and what those can build to in varying different degrees of panic and desperation acts of desperation when your energies get worked up in this way you lose your clarity you're not able to see clearly what is there and you're not able to consciously consciously choose with that clarity So the first answer that I am giving ultimately to all of the questions that are asked is to first and foremost relax all the problems that you are experiencing and that you are asking about. It is good to be concerned. It is good to question. I encourage you to always question Never stop questioning. Never stop questioning. But what is the mood and the consciousness in which you do it? This is what is important. When you question in a relaxed state as you are here now, then you are able to receive from a much deeper place within you and from a much higher place that can be brought through you. Especially in regards to the world events questions, in regards to the questions that you have pertaining to the great rite of passage of 2012. 2012. this time of sacred union and sacred convergence when all things are transforming, especially in regards to all of these questions and the things that are connected to them. You must first and foremost, in your consciousness, in your mind, in your emotions, and yes, even sometimes it is required in your physical life, relax. Then you will be able to think more clearly, feel more clearly. And the answers can come. And you will be able to more consciously act upon them. The fear vibration on the planet today. Is the highest that it has ever been in the Earth's history. There is a vibration, a frequency to that energy of fear. And it is not coming from the Earth. It is not coming from the animals or the plants or the minerals. Even though there are great changes and transformations happening to all on the earth and in the earth, that fear vibration is not coming from them. It is coming from the minds and the emotions of humanity. And it is something that all of you must look at and address. You have a choice each moment and each and every day as to how you react and how you respond and what you think and what you feel. While energies do affect you, you are the master of your own mind. You are the master of your own emotions. It is essential that you master your mind and that you are in control of your mind and it is not in control of you. That you are in control of your emotions and it they are not in control of you. That you are in control of what you do with that fear energy and that it is not in control of you. It can be dissipated and it can be transmuted just as quickly as it was created in the first place. Transmute your fear through your words, through your thoughts, through your actions and through your deeds. Transmute it. Transmute it into love, faith, courage, all the things that are its medicines transmitted into clarity and work through your actions and deeds and especially through your words to decrease that vibration in your own life and in the world. It is clouding your consciousness Many of you who are in this circle of light who I am speaking to directly today already know this. You're already aware of it. But you must become so acutely aware of it, keenly aware of it, that you no longer participate in it, that you disengage from that fear vibration. This, however, does not mean that you ignore the things that are happening around you. The things happening in your world, they are all happening as a result of the great shift. And this is something to celebrate. This is part of the call, part of the destiny. that was issued in that call long, long ago. I could literally dedicate an entire message of great length to each and every one of the specific questions asked. So I will choose to focus on a few for the specifics And I will choose to focus on the things that I see as most important and addressing them all. Regarding your world events, the very specific question that you have asked about the crises that are happening on the earth at this time, It is important to talk about these things, to discuss them, but not in the vibration of fear. To disengage from fear does not in any way, shape, or form mean that you stop talking about the things that make you feel the fear. That doesn't dissolve it. That doesn't transmute it. It only pushes it further and further into the shadow. Shadow is the reason for its existence in the first place. What your shadow has made fear into, you have made it so much more powerful than it was ever created to be. Because your shadows have made it into so much more. To disengage in it is to bring it out of the shadow, into the light. This is why the things that you are afraid of, they must be discussed. You must talk with one another and really communicate with one another. True communication. Not talking at one another, which is a lot of what is going on in the world. The vast majority of sound vibration that you emit through your voices is talking at or about one another. When you talk at someone or about someone, this is not true communication. as a part of the shadow. Humor is good, yes, and it is always recommended for bringing light and lightheartedness into any situation. Use laughter and humor as a tool to heal your relationships with each other and as a tool to handle and deal with some of these crises and be able to communicate with each other about them. But there is a big difference between poking fun at something to bring lightness and lightheartedness and making fun of something or someone. And you must, each and every one of you, have a greater resolve Greater self control to develop your communication skills beyond this. You each have a responsibility for communication because you are each co creators in this reality. And you cannot co create without communication because co creation equals community. Community equals communication. They are all interconnected. Different aspects of one experience. And in your communications about these things, don't just speak of the environmental crisis and the governmental corruption. And don't just speak of the economy and the decline and crisis happening within your economy. Speak of these things. Communicate with these things without the vibration of fear. That's the most important thing. True communication, real communication, where it's mutual Speaking and listening, giving and receiving, giving and receiving equals communication. Not in the vibration of fear, but in the vibration, in the consciousness of your choice. Choosing to be in a consciousness of creation or creativity or peace trust that choice is yours to have these dialogues have these communications there's so much more that you need to communicate with one another there's so much more you think all that needs to be said has been said already and this is the reason why these things haven't been solved because no one is doing it it is true that there is a great deal that has been said and that there is a great deal that has been revealed and that you already know and that you are simply not acting upon and that you do need to align your actions with those truths, each and every one of you. But there's also still things that have not been communicated and in a way in which it has not been communicated. Strive for that quality of communication more so than the quantity. This is what I do in delivering my messages. So many words I could speak, so much I could say. But I choose to focus on the quality of each and every word I am speaking. And the tone and the vibration in which it is being said so that it can be received Focus on this in your communication with each other, in your interpersonal relationships, to solve your crises, to solve the environmental crises. For I can tell you that all things are possible, all things have always been possible, all things will always be possible, because you and all things exist in the realm of the infinite. In the infinite and the eternal. Even though this is a finite world, and you are in finite bodies, and you are dealing with the laws of material nature that have finite limitations to them and attached to them, the finite exists within the infinite. And because all things are possible and have always been possible, and I can promise you and I can guarantee you this, I know that the probability is there as well, even though other factors determine that probability. And what you are asking with some of your questions is the probabilities of some of these things. What is the probability of this? What is the probability of that? What is the probability of the earth healing? What is the probability of natural disasters? Whenever you are working with the probabilities, you are engaging in that realm, with that realm of all possibility, of infinite possibility. The finite is engaging the infinite. And those probabilities are largely determined by what you choose to create and co-create. Yes, all things can be healed. Yes, the earth is healing and can be healed and will heal. The earth's well being, wholeness, and integrity is a given, will be protected and preserved no matter what. No matter what you choose, no matter what you decide. as you choose and as you decide to align your thoughts, words, actions, and deeds with the sacred laws of the universe and the sacred laws of nature. As you choose to live in alignment, then not only does humanity survive? Humanity thrives. But you're thriving in the new paradigm, in the new age that is beginning. It is different than how it has been in the past. Because your thriving in the past has been based on things that you have been co-creating that are out of balance that are not sustainable the world the sacred laws of nature the sacred laws of the universe are all based on sustainability they are holistic laws of sustainability so that all life in the universe will thrive, so that all life on the earth will thrive. When you align yourself with those natural laws and with those universal laws and you act in accordance with them, you thrive in a way that is sustainable and for the highest good of all. So the crises that are happening during this time of the great shift and the great rite of passage that you are undergoing they are all happening to bring everything back into alignment as I have revealed in previous messages through this channel and through other channels this time of the sacred union, this time of the great rite of passage, the shift of the ages that you are undergoing. This is a time when everything is being brought back into alignment. And sometimes for something to be brought back into alignment, it has to be completely dismantled and recreated. Do not see this as a bad thing or a good thing. It simply is the process of bringing everything into a higher order. There are pluses and minuses to all things. There's positive and negative in all things of this world. One of the reasons why there is so much argument and disagreement in your personal and interpersonal relationships amongst your politicians and your leaders and your spiritual leaders is because you are not aware that there is positive and negative in everything in this material world. The only realm of the absolute is in the spiritual world. Here in the third dimension, The polarities of the second dimension are very strong and those polarities are going to continue to increase as the third dimension is going through a shift. The third dimension is going through a shift and the vibration of the third dimension is quickening. You experience this as time is speeding up, as I have revealed in previous messages. As the vibration of the third dimension, the frequency of it is raised. The raising of the vibration of everything and everyone within the third dimension, the vibration of even your physical bodies, is raised with it. And existing within the third dimension, part and parcel of it, is the second dimension. The dualities. In that you are all very connected to that aspect of your reality. It is easy to be because you have two eyes and two ears and two nostrils and two lips and two hands and two feet. All of your physical senses are tuned in very much to that two-dimensional polarity which is natural. which is a divine part of this creation. But when it is out of balance, it is duality and creates polarization in its extreme imbalance. There is a great deal of polarization happening inside of each one of you. it is only happening in your governments and with your leaders because it is happening in you it's only manifest outwardly you're only seeing it reflected outwardly because it is where your consciousness in so many ways goes but I have very good news for all of you who are concerned about this polarization and the fact that it is increasing. And that good news is a promise also. Contains a promise. The good news is that while that polarization is increasing because your physical senses this reality in good and bad positive and negative right and left light and dark and reacting powerfully and in an imbalanced way to those dualities you have other senses the good news is you are not just limited to your physical senses. You have, and all beings in the third dimension have a third sight. A third gift of hearing. A third gift of touch, taste, smell. A third gift of all of your perception, sensory capabilities. And ultimately, as you are indeed rising to higher and higher levels of vibration, there is even more beyond that. Beyond that. there's a very important question that has been asked about ascension. Indeed, you are ascending. I can promise you that this shift of the ages that is happening and occurring is awakening in all of you. In your own timing and for that timing will be different and in the way in which it happens will be different and what that looks like and how people describe it will be different you cannot say it will be the same but that all of these faculties are coming on board but you are awakening to the full third dimension humans that you are when you bring these on board When you use these third gifts, this third sensory network to live in the third dimension, then you are able to access the other dimensions. Then you are able to ascend and interact with a multidimensional reality that exists and that you are linked to and that you are one with at all times, you are not separate. The dimensions are not separate from one another. Your scientists are beginning to realize this through membrane theory, or what's called M theory, through quantum physics, string theory, and others. So, not fully understand all of how it is interconnected, but your access to it. Is through these third gifts. And you must go through the third dimension in order to access. You must be fully present, fully in your mastery of the third dimension in order to ascend beyond it. You are ascending, yes. You are ascending fully into the next step of your evolution. There's nothing standing in the way of that. The timing will be different, and what you do and what you choose, how you co-create in your life, will affect the timing for some. Not for all, but for some. It can affect the timing, but you cannot change the destiny. You cannot stop evolution. There's no de-evolving. There's no going back from here. But let me be very clear about the second part of your question. And that is whether or not you will need our assistance or be able to receive our assistance or our support. As you ascend to your next highest level of being, living, loving, and perceiving. What I can tell you about this is that we will always be assisting you. This is a given, and it won't change, nor can it, because it's of the absolute of the absolute realm of the absolute truth that which is absolute and that which is eternal and we will always be able to assist you and there will never be a time in which our relationship becomes obsolete and the relationship that we have with you, each of you. That the Ascended Masters and the Angelics and the Archangels such as myself have with each of you. It is always to assist you and to support you. but there is something very important that you must understand. Just as long ago, your limited perceptions through your physical senses gave you the illusion that the sun revolved around the earth your mind and your physical senses that perceive separation between us are giving you the illusion now that we revolve around you. In fact, this is one of the reasons why many have a difficult time believing in our existence because they can't possibly conceive of how an archangel can be with them. And we communicate it in these ways and in these terms because it helps you. It helps you to feel that connection on a heart level. It helps you to trust in that. But the greater awareness of this, the greater perception of this, that your spiritual senses and that your multidimensional spiritual sensory network will bring on board to you is that you revolve around us. We are the nucleus. We are in the nucleus. We are part of that nucleus, part and parcel of that nucleus. As you evolve, we expand. You do not evolve beyond us. We are in an eternal relationship of this way. This eternal expansion continues to take place. And there will always be those who are ahead of you. Just as there will always be those who are behind you in your evolutionary journey. And each and every one of you in your evolutionary journey at this time are in a completely unique place of that journey. And you will always need the assistance, the guidance, and the support of those who are ahead of you in the evolutionary journey. For lack of a better way of putting it, for your language is limited in me being able to describe this to you because of your linear thinking of forwards and backwards, two-dimensional linear thinking, past, present, and future linear thinking. But it is the best way I can describe it to you, and the best way for you to understand it, there will always be those who are ahead of you. In your evolutionary journey, you will always need them. If you let your egos convince yourselves that you do not need them, then you return to the shadow, and you feed the shadow, and you just empower yourselves, and you're not participating fully as the co-creators that you are in the honoring, respecting each individual as well as the collective role that you have. So do not let your egos in any way, shape, or form convince you that you do not need the angels because you are evolving. Do not let your egos convince you that you do not need the elders because you are evolving do not let your egos egos convince you that you do not need teachers because you are evolving and ascending because they are too and they expand from the place that they are And as that expansion happens and that evolution through that expansion happens and occurs, they will always remain ahead of you. And you will always need them. You will always need your ancestors. You will always need your elders, those who have come before you. The more you expand, the greater that expands. Because you do not expand separate and isolated from everything and everyone else. You do not evolve separate and isolated from everything and everyone else. This is the whole, this is the ripple effect. When one of you expands and ascends into a higher way of being into a higher consciousness into a higher state of living and being in this life it has a ripple effect that expansion expands all within the field expands the whole field Like each ripple on a pond expands the water out for the entire pond. The entire pond. Not just a little piece of it. Not just a little separate aspect of it. And all of this is where always, always, always we tell you hope lies. You never give up hope. There's always hope. There are always solutions to all of the things that you are facing in your lives and in your world. And let's give up dualistic thinking about it to communicate with true communication. Use your words wisely. There was a question that was asked about what the greatest gift that each of you have is and how to use that without persecution. And it is impossible for me to name one thing as your greatest gift. For you were given one great gift. And that was to be a co-creator of this reality. And there are so many gifts that you've been given. Imagination. Intuition. Free will. All of your spiritual senses. All of your spiritual abilities. So many things that you have been given that I cannot even speak of here today that make you that co-creator of this reality. One of the things that you've been given that I do wish to speak about, that I've already alluded to in this message more than once, this power that you have been given To use the living word. Word is sound vibration. Sound vibration is energy. Energy is all that is. Every word has an energy. Every word has a vibration. Every word is alive and dynamic within the greater energy field. Use your words to heal. Use your words to uplift. Use your words to educate and illuminate Use your words to communicate and address all the things that need to be addressed in this world, all of the issues where there is healing that needs to be done without bringing fear into them. Use your words to instill peace. Use your words to instill calm and comfort. Comfort. How do you work with those who aren't as aware of what is happening in the bigger picture and the greater scope of things right now? Use your words. When you cannot educate, communicate. Through that communication, perhaps education can happen. And if education does not happen through the words, it will happen through the experiences in the way that is right. Use your words to console, to comfort, to reassure, to uplift, to inspire. Use your words. It is sacred. It is a sword that you wield. And you can wield it to uplift the earth and humanity. Or you can wield that sword to cut down, eliminate, and destroy. When you see the living word as we see it, you will all be in awe. Every sound vibration of every word that you think, because those thoughts emit a sound vibration of every word that you speak. They reverberate infinitely within the sound field. The vast field within the universe and within the multiverse, they ripple and they reverberate infinitely. it's very important that those words be truthful that they vibrate the truth that they vibrate purity I am able to use my words to speak about very sensitive subjects and to individuals about things that would be very hurtful and harmful the energy in which I used them and the way in which I wielded them weren't coming from a place of purity and truth and love. I'm asking you to use this gift in a conscious way right now. You are already co-creating with it so many words are being said that are amplifying the fear words that are not based in truth but are based on fear themselves or based in speculation at best an attempt to manipulate or dominate at worst with some of those intentions. Use your words. They co-create. They are living energies to co-create what you want to co-create and start communicating what you want to co-create. You don't even have to believe it at first. Even if you are feeling incredibly pessimistic about the challenges that you are facing in the world, and as you see everything being amplified around you, I can tell you that that amplification is a divinely ordained destined part of all of this but I can also tell you that it is also divinely ordained and destined for you to co-create with this next highest level of being is going to be. When you are feeling pessimistic, use your words. Even if you do not believe if they are your truth and they resonate as truth in your heart, speak them. Write them. Express them in whatever way that you can, with whomever you can, with whomever. Even if it is just spirit. Spirit. with whomever that you can to create that truth and then work inside yourself to see anything in your own shadow to clear anything in your own shadow to clear any of your own wounds That is keeping you from believing wholeheartedly in your truth. And know that yes, absolutely yes. Opportunity after opportunity after opportunity are given to each one of you to heal those old wounds. And because of the nature of the times and because of the shift of the ages, and the amplification of everything that is happening. This is coming through, and it is coming through stronger to heal those old wounds that are holding you back from being who you are, living your truth, being in your truth, speaking your truth, Whatever is in the shadow must be brought into the light. The light of wholeness. The light of all that is. Those wounds are being healed through these opportunities that are being given to you. but also know that some are not ready yet. The spiritual awakening that is sweeping the planet right now, it is happening in waves. The shift of the ages that is happening, even though it is soon coming to an apex, it's not ending, it is not over, it is not done, it is not complete. It is happening and coming in waves. And those that are in the first wave of that spiritual awakening they're not any better than those who are in the later waves. They're just at a different place in their evolution and on their evolutionary path. There are the light workers. You are the light workers. And there are many more waves coming. Ride those waves consciously. Move with them. Flow with them. Do not be afraid of them. They are bringing sweeping changes on all levels, yes. There is no level of human life in which they will not touch. Those waves are waves of purification. And they are waves of higher vibration. Purifying and transforming and reintegrating everything, reestablishing everything at a higher order, at a higher vibration. Some of that will be done through reforms and some of that will be done through complete recreation And some of that will be done through entirely new creation, entirely new innovation. Things that do not even exist yet, that your minds have not even conceived of yet. Seeds that are to come through your imaginations. There's so much more for you to create and to be co-creating through the imagination as these waves come through and as they sweep through. Use your spiritual clarity, your spiritual senses to act and move in alignment with these waves, to read these energies and to move in accordance with them. Use the guidance of the teachers and the masters to live in accordance with with them. Use your words to heal and to transform and to uplift others. And celebrate at the same time that you are grieving. There is a natural grief cycle to any change and transformation especially that which is of full scope and full sweeping but this is not an ending without a new beginning this is not the end of the world, it is not the end of humanity, it is not the end of the earth What is dying away and the dying away of the old is to be honored, respected, and grieved for properly while simultaneously celebrating the birth of the new and co-creating that This is the challenge that you are all having. This is why you are finding it so incredibly difficult because you stand needing to do both of these things simultaneously. And it evokes every emotion that you have. It is so powerful. is so very powerful for you emotionally. The last thing I will say is this word crisis that you use. It is a word. It is a powerful word and I have used it here today because indeed I do believe that there is a crisis. I have reiterated it to echo what you have called your crises, but to us, there is one crisis. It is a crisis of consciousness. All of the others exist because of this. but it is also opportunity. It is the opportunity to raise your consciousness. There are going to be more of changes. Do not be in denial about this. Do not fear it either. be centered, be calm. What every surfer who is being pounded by a wave knows is that if you fight or you struggle against that wave, it will pound you. Relax. Move with it. Consciously. Reading and interacting with these energies but not reacting to them. You are receiving so much support as you go through all of this. And it does not end in 2012. This is an era these waves continue beyond the apex of the winter solstice in the year that you call 2012. Look forward to them as I do. love and joy in your hearts calm peace and relaxation centeredness and clarity in your minds and use all of the spiritual practices that are readily available to you more so than ever they are needed and they are required I will respond whenever I am called. I do so much more than protect. My greatest service is to keep you connected. And I thank you for this connection today with all of my heart and with all of my love and so it is That's the end of the message. Let's just all take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the Archangel Michael and to say a prayer of gratitude for this message received here today. Slowly begin to bring ourselves up out of the meditation. You can slowly begin to open your eyes and come up out of the meditation. And as I'm doing so, usually the first thing I like to do is just speak about anything that, in addition to the message verbally that um, I felt was being transmitted through. The, the most overwhelming thing that I, I felt being transmitted through with this peace and this calming energy and I've, chan- I've channeled Archangel Michael many times over the years and his energy can be very very strong and uh, powerful and sometimes comes through with such a power that, and a force to it that there's that it, it, the, the message of the words are very rapid and um, and this was very different than that. He was this, this energy of peace and calm and relaxation. And he was really um, not just in the words and how he was speaking them, but that he was also um, bringing energetically through the whole message was uh, the thing I felt the most prominently. And I felt an incredible amount of hope and um incredible amount of um trust you know that uh, he's encouraging us to trust each other and trust ourselves and rebuild that trust you know i, I just felt a lot of times just trust like they're they're trusting us and we're trusting them and to just trust in ourselves and to rebuild those trusts with each other that that other feeling of trust was very prominent for me in my experience and then as far, as far as sometimes there's visuals that go along with it. It's like it's like a whole download sometimes. There's a, a multi-sensory experience that I'm receiving, and um, there were some uh, visuals that happened periodically. Not a lot of visuals were along with this message. The feeling was predominant more so than the imagery. Um, the imagery of a uh, surfer surfing the wave was there, Um, the imagery of the ripples and how that expanded out. I've got some very clear, distinct imagery around um, what he was describing about us being with them and them being the the nucleus. And I've been receiving some other messages and um, handling some other messages and receiving some other, other imagery about that that coincides with it. And it's a very, very powerful imagery. And the best thing I can describe it to you is like the image of an atom and um, it's like seeing an atom and there are the nucleus in that atom and were the electrons (laughs) were the the electrons that circle that atom is uh, the best way I can describe what that imagery is that goes along with that Um, I saw a lot of um, uh, imagery that were just flashes of things almost like dream uh, flashes when you're dreaming and you have these little snippets and little vignettes of um you know just new new things that are uh, almost like new inventions and things that we're going to be creating there's like a lot of new inventions that's coming down the road and coming down the road in a really big way very soon um is what i got from that when i saw these it's like one after another it was like little flash 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 um i would say over the next few years um kind of uh a lot of these things, which, you know, could change things very rapidly and very quickly. So that's mostly what I saw and felt. In addition, I want to bring, uh, unmute Deb Capen now and um, ask Deb to share a little bit of feedback of her experience. Okay, Deb, I have you unmuted. Is there any experience that you would like to share or any feedback you'd like to share with
1: us? Um, well, I just, it was so peaceful and so hopeful, and... Um One thing I wanted to share um some other times uh, when uh um, you know w- while I'm uh in the meditation and and uh listening in a listening state, a lot of times I don't even remember a lot of the what what he says. I just more feel it, and then a lot of times I'll remember things later. This, it seems so important about the words, because I know he talks so much about our communication mm-hmm. and using mm-hmm. the words. So it's like mm-hmm. I just, I I can remember like every word, <laughs> and I can even mm-hmm. see all the words. Mm-hmm. So that was a very important part to me and something that, um the most important thing that I remember is um, that he said specifically to communicate what we want to co-create, even mm-hmm. if we don't necessarily believe maybe it. Maybe right even now. believe it right mm-hmm. now, because right. Of, because of for whatever reason. But mm-hmm. as long as it's it is our truth, you know, um, that it is what we want to mm-hmm. co-create. Right. To start communicating that, and that mm-hmm. just. Yeah, and I just think that that's so powerful. Even if we don't believe
0: it's possible, even if we don't believe yeah. it can be, yeah, um, you know, to 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 try to trust in that all possibilities message that he gave and just start communicating it. And there was a lot of visuals that I got along with that part of the message too. And the visuals that go along with whenever he describes the living word, it, I, there's nothing I can use to describe it. It's like seeing this Vast field and these waves of energy that just move through the field, but they 're sound waves, and they 're just moving through the field, and they 're all interacting with each other and it's it's, it 's it's, infinite it 's quite amazing but and when it's amazing that you can instance, remember so much of this message because in previous times you have a, sometimes you know there could be so much so rapidly, and the, the intensity of what i 'm talking about that you can but, sometimes deliver it in you know can make it like hard to process and integrate, and I think that also y- I think, like, you're experiencing it, you can integrate it more.
1: Yeah, oh, so different. Can I just ask the, the mm-hmm. living word, is that, is he referring to, you know, the word of God, the divine source? Is that what he's referring to with the living word? <clears throat> well, he's expanding the meaning of
0: it is what I'm getting. Um, it, you know, in, in our regular society terms, we tend to think of that only representing God's word. Right. Divine word, um, and of course there are sacred sound vibrations and sacred words that that reverberate at a higher vibration or the highest vibration. But he's saying right. every word is a part of this living word field, is okay. a part of this is 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 a, is a part of this living word matrix, so to speak. Um, is how I'm seeing it and how it's being described. Yeah, I'm going to turn off the recording now so that um, the recording will be stopped.